Hi, I'm Dr. Divina Lopez, a board-certified pediatrician with over 10 years of experience in pediatrics, and you are listening to Dancing into Parenthood. So welcome, welcome back to Dancing into Parenthood. And today we have a very well-known guest to the podcast. Vanessa has um, already done two podcasts with me. I love her energy. And when I decided that it was time to get the podcast started again, and I was going to have my first guest, she was the first person that came to mind because I know how amazing she is. I know the energy that she brings. I love her smile and I just love everything that she does on Instagram. She's always sharing wonderful tips for parents. So of course I had to ask her to please give our beautiful parents, our new parents, our expecting parents, um, some really great self-care tips because when that whole adjustment happens of bringing a baby into your life, you have no idea how much work it really is and how exhausted you will be you will not find time to do the things that you did prior to a baby coming into your life and you are probably thinking I'm over exaggerating about this but absolutely not (laughs) you will be struggling to find a few minutes even for yourself to do the things that you absolutely love so I think it's so important to start planning even before the baby arrives how are you going to continue doing the things that bring you joy into your life? Because if you don't do that, what happens is that you cannot take care of a baby in a really healthy sort of way, right? Your mindset has to be really good. And you have to be able to take care of yourself physically and mentally and emotionally in order to have a beautiful family life in order to continue taking care of another human being. Because believe me, when you haven't slept, and you're like on this learning curve of becoming a parent, it's very frustrating once you're in the midst of it all to try to figure it all out, right? Vanessa, you know, because you're a mom yourself. Yeah, so (laughs) we know, we know very well. (laughs) Yeah, it can get pretty complicated, right? And then when you don't get to do the things that you love to do, you're just not in a good mood and you're not doing parenthood in a really great way. So thank Absolutely. you so much for coming on to Dancing into Parenthood again. Thank you um, so much for having, having me. I love here, chatting with you. Yeah, <laughs> I think, you know, we have a similar sort of like very high energy personality. Uh, so if, if people like what I bring, I know that they're going to love you too. <laughs> thank you. So let's get started. What are some of your top tips that you can give new parents so that they can survive, especially those first few weeks of parenthood. Yes. So thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. And as you were talking, I kept thinking and having like flashbacks about the zombie moments as a new parent (laughs) and of the craziness. And sometimes when you're like, wait, is this really happening? Who gave this kid to me? Did they give me permission to take him (laughs) home? And then how do I function when I'm not taking care of myself, which is why this is such an important topic. So I thought of the top three tips and some of them have some sub points. And the first one, you hit it right on the nose is sleep. 
And I know I, I laugh as I say it because it is challenging to adjust yourself to a mm-hmm. brand new baby schedule. And it doesn't matter how many things you read, your baby is the one that's going to tell you, this is when I'm going to sleep. And this is when I'm going to have a party at two and three in the morning, regardless if you slept or if you <laughs> right. haven't slept. <laughs> so it's yes. hard to fit it in, but trying not to not worrying about like, oh, let me fix the house while the baby is sleeping, or let me, you know, get up on some meal prep while the baby is sleeping. I know that's quite a challenge, especially depending on what type of support system you have working with you, but trying to sleep whenever you can is so important because when you're sleep deprived and when you're acting like a zombie, that's when we get snippier. That's when we lose our cool. And then that's Mm -hmm. when we become sometimes Mm -hmm. an emotional mess because we're just overworked and overtired. Yes, yes. And I would add that being or behaving as a team is so important at this point. Like you have to know when your partner is like to the point where they've totally had it and they need that break and be able to say, you know what, go ahead, hon, you go and take a little nap and I got it. Um, because even if it's just like half an hour, 45 minutes, that makes such a difference when you're up constantly every two to three hours feeding a baby, diapering the baby. Um, and just like you said, like when you are without any sleep, you have that lack of sleep, it's even hard to communicate effectively. And that breakdown can really lead to so many problems later on. And it's not that we mean to be snippy or nasty to one another, it's just that it's so hard. Uh, to communicate in a gentle way sometimes when you're feeling that frustrated. And um, I know that's definitely happened to me, not only like through residency, but yes, when the baby came, it was really something that I never thought I I could behave this way or say the things that it just comes out of your mouth because you're not even thinking. You're just like, it's very quick little nasty things sometimes that come out when, when you haven't yeah. had the best sleep. It's like an outside yeah, of body it, experience. Nice. I remember thinking like, was, is, yeah. is that me? Yeah. Did I yeah. really say that? What's really happening here? And it's because you're just not acting like yourself because your body has just gone through so much. The hormones are out of whack. Um, and like you said, asking for help is so very important and being vocal of your needs. Yes. Yes. And that's definitely something that many mothers struggle with. And, you know, I even talked about in the, the latest episode of the podcast, it, it, it really may be a hard thing if you're a person who's always took care of everything and handled everything. And if you're a certain like type A personality or a competitive person like I am, I think it makes it even more of a struggle to ask for help because you know how to handle everything. And maybe you think you do it, you know, in a better way than other people could, or you don't want to put the stress on other people. And you don't want to feel that vulnerable asking for help when you've always handled everything on your own. It yeah, can be really absolutely. Difficult. Yeah. And that leads Mm -hmm. me into the second tip is letting go of some of the expectations, which like you and I being type A, a little perfectionistic, really being always on top of our game with everything. Once that baby comes, things can be turned upside down. And this is not to scare new parents, but you really don't know what to expect until you're in it. And sometimes you have to let go of having the house look a certain way or preparing meals for perhaps the rest of your family 
or maybe even picking up the phone, anything that you need to do to take care of yourself and to make sure that your baby is okay. You need to let go of that so that you can be okay emotionally and mentally, because again, with that lack of sleep and then with all the changes and the hormones, it doesn't make for a very good combination. So letting go and letting be, and if things aren't perfect, as long as everyone is safe and healthy, that's what we want to strive for. Yes. Yes. I think, um, the meals are a huge thing. That planning, um, of your meals, whether you're going to get a food delivery if you're going to prepare everything yourself and maybe you freeze it, if you have some friends or family who can help you out and maybe, you know, bring you over some really tasty meals, especially those few weeks when the baby arrives, because it's so hard to even find the time to prep when you're figuring everything out. So if you could take that piece out of the equation, it just makes it so much better because you have to eat. A lot of people end up like skipping meals during this time. And that's like one of the worst things you could do because you don't want to be sleep deprived and hungry. Like then you're totally hangry and angry. Um, and just, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm one of those people that if I don't eat and I need to eat like every three hours, if I'm not eating that often, I become like very anxious and, um, and then just thinking like, what am I going to get? Or, you know, who's going to bring it? Or when are we going to eat? Uh, you know, you don't need that extra stress on top of trying to take care of a newborn baby. Absolutely. And on top of that, if you choose to breastfeed, you know, your choice, you um, don't even understand like how many calories it takes, how many additional calories it takes for you to be able to make that sustainable throughout. So you, you find yourself wanting to eat more, needing to eat more really. So whether it is prepping before the baby comes or trying to put something in place so that you're taken care of by your support system or ordering whatever you need to do so that meals are just there to take one thing off of your plate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is so important. Or even like having some healthy snacks around the house, um, planning for that, you know, before any of this starts to happen in your life, I think is really important. I think planning and preparing for your baby is one of the most important things that you can do because everybody wants to make sure that the hospital bag is already packed and ready to go. But there's just so much that you're not even realizing when you get back home. <laughs> you know, how are you going to get back into a new routine, right? Um, establishing that routine takes time. So you have to be forgiving with yourself. But then you have to have some sort of plan or it would be smart to plan before you even get back home. Yeah. And it's so tough. And I mean, we're both, you know, mothers of one boy around the same age. Um, but, you know, it sounds like if it, I were to do it again, if I had the opportunity to do it again, I have more things to think of. But being that it was just one and done, you know, I kind of now share as much as possible with whomever will listen. Yeah. Um, but sometimes yeah. when it's your first one, you really don't know what to plan for. And that's why listening to podcasts as these and following, you know, Dr. Divina's advice and, and getting as your hands on as much many things as you can beforehand is awesome. And at the same time, when things happen, letting go and giving yourself grace and having flexibility for whatever does happen because there's only so much that you can plan. 
Yes, absolutely. Yes. It, it does take all the experience to know now what to do for the next one. Uh, so yeah, it, it's great when we can share the advice with everybody else so that they don't have to think about all of this. It's all pretty much right here for you. It's great when you could just like tune in and be like, jot it down. Like these are the things that we need to plan for. These are the things that we should be thinking about doing before um, the baby comes or what are the things that we're going to be challenged with when the baby does arrive? Absolutely. Yeah. And that moves me into point number three. And this has, this is the one with the sub points is keeping connection with others and with yourself. Listening to the first episode of this season, and you talked about how that connection is so important, whether it be with your spouse, with a partner, with whomever is there raising this child with you. And maybe it's just not one other person, maybe it's many other people. Keeping that connection there is so important because at some point or another, your baby will become a toddler and then a child and then a teen and an adult. And you want to make sure that you keep that connection with this person that you plan to grow with um, throughout the span of the baby's life. And that may change. That has different phases that you go through throughout as your child is growing. So it's so important to keep that connection. And it's not easy. It's definitely very difficult because of all the changes happening. But it's so important to just, you know, little things here and there even if it's when the baby's sleeping or even if it's, you know, for a little cat nap or just catching up over a favorite show, just something where you have conversations outside of the baby. And trust me, your conversations will turn into, well, how did the baby poop today? Or how much did they eat? And when did they sleep? And all conversations <laughs> having to do around the baby. But we want to make sure that we yeah. keep um, other types of conversations happening too, to keep that connection going. Going. And then outside of a partner or a spouse, then with friends as well. And that's really hard to fit in sometimes when there's so much things happening. But friends and family um, are important so that, you know, you can reach out for help, as we said before, when you need it, because you will need it because there's a lot of things happening at one time. Yes. Yeah. So I would like to add a few things. Um, one of the most important things that happen when parents all of a sudden become parents is that they forget to take care of themselves physically. Mm -hmm. They forget to include some movement into their day. Just go outside, get some sun, get some vitamin D, get some fresh air, take a walk, put the baby in the stroller. They love it. They fall asleep. It's great. Um, don't neglect if you need to keep up on your doctor's appointments. I feel like those go out the window in a second because you're constantly taking the baby to the pediatrician. And then sometimes you forget about your own doctor's visits. And this is for both mom and dad. Um, I would also say, do not, do not neglect your mental health. That is one of the most important things. Your body suffers when you don't take care of your mental health. They are definitely connected. And in order for you to feel well, to function well, um, especially when you're having all these changes with your hormones, this is for the moms, I, I totally want you to be aware of what just happens with you physiologically, sometimes also um, affects the way you're feeling mentally and emotionally. And this is a very emotional time. This is a time of transformation for the mom. And we are becoming a whole new person. I, I always say that this is like 
going through adolescence in a way because your body has changed, your hormones have changed, and you're just trying to figure it out and you're you're feeling not like yourself because you're not like yourself, right? You're transforming into someone new. There is a rebirth of yourself as a mother when you go through this change. It's a huge change. So don't expect to feel like you should have it all and don't let anyone make you feel like you should have understood all of this because you really don't know until you get there. All right. Some women handle it um, very easily and other women need some guidance and support and there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's totally fine to look for the right person to help you. And that's why I love Vanessa, because she has the same sort of philosophy as I do, where we love supporting parents, because I think we understand how important it is for parents to have support so that children grow and thrive in this world. Absolutely. And I love that you went right into that one because that was actually the last point was to take care of yourself. And I like the the metaphor that you gave. It's kind of like adolescence. Um, and if you think about, you know, like in middle school where, you know, things are growing and things are coming out and you don't know where they're coming from. It's the same thing in motherhood. You're like, wait, that wasn't there before. And what's happening to my body now? And, you know, what's going on? And mm-hmm. a lot of different changes yeah. bring upon a lot of different feelings. And that's something that as a licensed therapist, I feel so strongly about is whenever you do need the help, not feeling embarrassed, which is sometimes a challenge pending on our personality or pending on a lot of different other stimuli that may be involved in, you know, on the situation is asking for help and understanding that no feeling is too crazy, so to speak, and no feeling is too big Mm -hmm. or too small or too much, but just definitely making sure that you're taking care of your physical self by moving, just like as um, Dr. Davina said. And then after that, your mental health, because if we want the babies to be okay, we need ourselves to be okay. And that can be as simple as enjoying a cup of coffee while it's still hot or moving your body or asking for help or all of the above. Yeah. Putting on some music, dancing around, do whatever brings you joy. You can't forget to be yourself to have some time to just recharge your own batteries so that you could keep doing what you're doing. It's it's really tough. Like I wanna say the first six weeks are very challenging. So be prepared to love yourself through all the learning curves that you're going through and to forgive yourself and to make time for the things that make you happy, the things that recharge your batteries, Um, make time for each other as a, you know, as, as a couple, make sure that you're spending time with the people that you love, even if it's just a phone call, a zoom, a FaceTime, whatever it is, Um, and making sure that you're keeping yourself healthy, in addition to um, making sure the baby is healthy and safe. Absolutely. So simple, but so profound. My pleasure. (laughs) Thank you for being here with me today. Is there anything else that you want to add? Uh, Just always take care of yourself. It's so important. It sounds selfish, but we must be selfish in order to be there for our kids. So thank you for having me once again. It's always a great time. It's, you know, it's not selfish and we shouldn't feel guilty about it at all. I remember feeling super guilty if I wanted even a few minutes to myself. So it should be guilt-free. Enjoy yourself and enjoy all the changes that are happening in your life and um, embrace it. 
Uh, Vanessa, I want you to tell everybody where to find you, where they can get you on Instagram, on your website, and your own podcast, right? Yes, thank you so much. My practice, my podcast, and my website are all free to be mindful.com. And on there, you can find a lot of different services, whether it be therapy for moms, therapy for kids, for educators, professional development, the podcast, and you know, a lot of fun things. And on Instagram, you can find me at counselor V de Jesus. Thank you once again, Divina. You're welcome. And I'm going to put all of Vanessa's contact info in the description. So you can just go ahead and and look there for her. She's a wonderful resource. Um, She's a beautiful friend. Thank you so much, Vanessa. I really love you a lot. Um, And thank you for doing this again with me. Thank you. For more support from me, you should visit my website, at www.drdivinalopez.com where you can find information regarding my digital courses and membership. Also, don't forget to follow me on your favorite social media platforms at Dr. Divina Lopez. Thank you for listening. Please keep in mind that all advice in this podcast is general information. To understand your specific situation, you must consult with your provider.